Hello and welcome to Richo, Brownie and Hummer Sportsbets AFL podcast. No, Hummer has not continued the weight gain. I'm your stand-in host, Mick Wall. Uh, Brownie, Richo, welcome. Uh, it's, can Wallace, someone... it's all about Mick, isn't it? <laughs> can just someone... eyeball the camera and, oh, that's a bit Mickey time. Oh, he's, he's been saving that up. Can someone tell me why I'm here and uh, Hummer hasn't turned up? It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple, Matthew. Oh, I'll tell you why Hummer's not he? here. Well, he's not here today because I, go, I went to the snow, right? So I gave him an opportunity to do Wednesday did. night. So we've got a spot that we fill on front part. Yep. We've got a spot that we fill at AFL 360. You normally do that. I normally right. do that. Normally, you're a bit hesitant to give somebody a go at your job because they might be good and That's people might I go, can't oh. believe I'm here. And, uh, but I thought with Hummer, I'd be, pretty, I'd be pretty safe because it's just summer. So just for his development, I thought I'd give him a shot at it. So yeah. two pretty big primetime shows, yeah. AFL 360 and obviously the front bars are rating juggernaut at the moment. Plenty of face time there. Mm. I think that Hummer, because he didn't do it last night. We had to get Hammy to do it. I think he's one of these guys that talks a big game and then he gets a bit scared in the bright lights. Right. You know, we've played with players who yeah. talk the talk, but when it comes to delivering on the weekends, you can't get the job done. And yeah. I think this is Hummer. I think he's made up a sickness that he can't be here because I just think the bright lights get him a bit oh, worried. So he's like the postman, doesn't deliver on weekends. Does oh. not deliver on the weekends, Matthew. <laughs> he, he, he's scared of the bright lights, so he actually sleeps with a light on so when you're he's saying, at home. you are saying that he's put on a little sniffle. Without a doubt. I bet 100% he he's made up. Right. So he wouldn't have to go and right. uh, look down the barrel yeah. and the red light. Potentially stuff it up. That's disappointing. There you go. Yeah, All right. Uh, look, guys, I'm a massive fan of the show. I've told you both that and I genuinely listen every week. And to prove it, I, I, I really want to tackle something. And yeah. as a fan of the show, I just want you guys to put it to bed. This whole Callaway, Taylor-made BS that goes yeah. on. I doubt very much that Hummer has a contact anywhere, any company. No, he doesn't. They're just Absolutely not, not. Not even just golf, just in yeah. general. I can't imagine too many people wanting him on their books. Uh, where's this landed? Well, Randy? it's Callaway. Callaway. I've got the email from Callaway. I spoke to uh, Michael Gorn, who yep. is uh, at the head of Callaway down there, and we just got to go out and get fitted. Right. And through this COVID nineteen period, it has been a little bit hard to go out and you know have contact with but we people. Will so be, we will be getting fitted. We up. will be getting yeah. fitted, me and you. And as soon as that uh, opportunity arises, okay. we'll be doing that, Michael. So everybody, uh, Michael, if you are watching now, I host a show called Three Wide No Cover alongside <laughs> Simon Marshall. Simon Marshall's a Moonalinks ambassador. Pays off six point eight. So high end of uh, of golfers, obviously sixteen time. Group one winning jockey, and I'm the host of that show. So we'd love to come down too. If you don't email Brownie back an answer, we'll just assume that's fine. So SD's getting to, involved as well. SD loves Callaway. So he's wanted them for years. He's just been waiting for a contact the, there. The club's a bit taller than him, though. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, he's he's a, he's a right small though. man. He does. He, he, he plays off well. 6.8. So SD and I would love to come and join if that's okay. Yeah, no, we'll so, tell you. Yeah. No, 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 no chance, so no. you guys I've chatted to Gorney about it. Yeah, thanks for that, Brownie. Mm. Now, uh, look, we touched earlier uh, about uh, Hummer, and he was filling in for you for one reason, Nathan. You're at the snow. Mate, do you know what? <laughs> so Brownie's walked in this morning, Wally. He's been up at the snow, as he just pointed Drove out. Drove right? back this yeah. morning. Right. You just drove back this morning. Nathan is one of those people that whenever he goes and does something new, so he's been up at yeah. uh, Buller for a few days yeah. skiing with the kids. He's walked in this morning top to toe with ski gear on, the <laughs> Heli Hansen, the North Face. He's got the boots on, the hiking boots. Pulled him up. Look, at, <laughs> what are you going out to the Dandenongs after this, Nate? You do a little hike. When you do something, Matthew, you've got to do it right. You've got to have a these... crack at it. And uh, you've got to wear the, the latest gear. You've got to get it right, Matthew. He's one of those flogs, yep. Wally. Are you going to tell me... If 
you went to the snow. I'd just hire some gear. Oh, by, 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 the way, by the way, you are good at football and you are good at one thing. You would not be any good no, at skiing. Hopeless, you'd get that. up there with those stupid big long legs of yours oh. and you'd be all ass over. But what I'm saying, Nathan, is you just hire the gear yeah. up there. You don't go out and spend a thousand bucks on ski gear to go up for then, one then weekend. Just, then you just look like Johnny Everyone up there, Matthew. <laughs> oh, no. And I'll tell you what, the man who looked after me was a Richmond supporter oh, down at Georgia Ski High down there. He was a ripping fella. G'day to Rob out there. He gave me a good discount to give him a plug today. <laughs> <laughs> just See? always using the network. going really well. a disgrace. All right, shall we have a look at footy now? And I'll tell you what, uh, the headaches at the moment if you're involved in fixturing yeah. for the AFL guys. Mate, if you were, I don't know how Travis Ald is doing it. It's just every day a new headache comes up for him. So it now looks, as of today, but it might change tomorrow, it looks like, Nathan, every Victorian team on Monday yep. is headed off to Hubs. We don't know where yet. But it looks like New South Wales and WA definitely, maybe Darwin. Yep. But there'll be no games in Victoria for the next four weeks. And they might have to fly through different states yeah. just to get home. Yeah. You're going to yeah. have to be Matt Damon out of uh, Goodwill Hunting. He's going to yeah. have that smart or big John, travelled. Or John Nash in A Beautiful Mind because I don't know how Travis <laughs> Johnny Holt, Nash, I don't a good know, one. You'd like that? Yeah. I don't know how um, Travis Holt's doing mm. it. Unbelievable. So WA set, and yeah. uh, you think that they'll throw an extra team in with Collingwood and Geelong to WA? Well, they have to get 10 yep. Victorian teams into state, so I think there'll be another team with the Cats and uh, the Pies. Well, is Tassie a chance, or are they still borders still shut? I don't think Tassie is okay. as of yet. AFL players do get paid a lot, and there's question marks over them when they uh, were refuting the pay uh, dispute and all that sort of stuff when they wanted 20%, and the AFL players didn't want to take that pay cut. But to be told, like everybody in the hotspot zones, that... You know, you can't move anywhere. You can't go anywhere. You're going to be locked down. So for those AFL players with kids... They've had to move yesterday. They've had to move. They've had within 48 hours notice say, if you want to play football, you've got to be out. You've got to be in a uh, a new set of accommodation. And that's okay for a a young kid who's 20, 21 without a family. You probably look forward to it. But with a wife, a kids, and it's... Generally hard, more hard yeah. on the player than what it is. Yeah. The, uh, more hard on the family than what it is the player. So I, I think massive all, effort. I think majority of players will go into hubs mm. unless you've got a, a baby coming in the next two mm. or three weeks. I understand that, but gee, it's a big ask yesterday getting guys to have to move suburbs and take their yeah. families, isn't it? And that's the other thing. It's just instant overnight moves. With hubs within a week. Yeah. It's it's tough. Look. More positively, or uh, I guess it's a bit negative on the field, but a f- bit of fun there. There's been a lot of talk this week around Lockie Neal, who went 0 for 6. He's knocked a lot of people out of multi. Did you see the tweet after the game? Yeah, absolute gold by Lockie, just saying yeah. he owes everyone a beer that he knocked out of the multis. And that just shows what sort of a bloke yeah. he is. He still had a cracking game. Your boy McCluggage, he kicked five himself. They kicked he one did. 11. One 11 between, between them. Between them. Yeah. What's your worst day you ever had? Worst day I ever had uh, was against the Bombers at Marvel. He kicked five goals, six that day, so it could have been a big, it was still an okay day, but it could Any have been a massive day. Five goals, six, just the one out in the four that day. Yeah, yeah. my worst was four goals, seven against Port Adelaide in 1998 at the G, and I think I might have kicked a couple out in the full as well, Wally. Took <laughs> 15 marks though, mate. <laughs> I'll tell you what, one, obviously never played the, the great game at that level, but I was there at Eddie had one day when Buddy kicked two goals, 11 against the Doggies. Two goals, 11? Two yeah. 11. I remember it well because Hodgie kicked six that day. Did they day. set shots or snaps? Oh, mate, there, there was a bit of everything, but 11, yeah. and I reckon again, as always is the case, probably yeah. a couple out of bounds on the full. Hey, did Steel Sidebottom get his right whack? I know that Eddie's come out and defended Steel Sidebottom. Four weeks is a long time in a shortened season. Yeah, I, I guess when you look back, Lockie Hunter got four weeks mm. before this whole coronavirus situation, yep. so people are comparing it to Lockie Hunter. But look, I, I feel for Steel. Obviously, he's had a big night and he's 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 mucked up. But I, I guess when you look at it, and they're trying to keep this competition yep. going. Um, 
look, I think it was probably about right in the end. He's a great guy and we know yep. all of that, but when you're trying to keep a competition going, you've got suburbs in lockdown. Yep. Did um, it surprise you that someone so senior who's been around for over a decade uh, was in this situation? Yeah, it, it did, but I understand it. He started off with good intentions. Mm. Um, he went to see Jeremy Howe, who obviously has done his knee, and he's a great guy yeah. still. Look, he's had a few drinks. We've all been in that situation. Yep. Oh, we've it's all lost our way, Matt. That's we've all lost it. Let's not, not deny I that. I must admit, I've uh, woken up a, a couple of times yeah. and wandered out the front and thought, well, where, where am I, Nathan? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> his head turns upside down when he's oh, had too many. Oh, does it, There you go. I'll tell you what. <laughs> upside down. My theory, if you've never woken up on a traffic intersection in the middle of Munich, you've never lived. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, there you go. Uh, and speaking of people who are going to be out of the game, a little bit Fife. Uh, Nat Fife uh, copping a bit from Mick Moldhouse here. Yeah, I thought that was harsh. I mean, I, I respect Mick's opinion and, and he does have opinions. That's why mm. he's employed by ABC Radio. But Nat Fife's a champion. He's won two Brownlow medals. Yeah, he. He isn't the best mm. finisher in front of goal. Yeah, I admit that. But this guy, the amount of contested footy he wins, mm. he's the best overhead mark as a midfielder in the competition, him and Patrick Cripps yep. probably. Um, he's definitely a champion. But I wasn't. I couldn't agree with Mick there. I think he's a champion. And if he's not in somebody's eyes, I think with at least four or five years to go as an AFL player, I think he's definitely a champion I mean, by he, the he end did, of his career. He did take Frio into a grand final. They didn't win, but they've mm. played in a grand final. Yep. Yeah, it's exactly right. Great player. I mean, well well awarded too in terms mm. of medals. So he's I mean, done plenty. You can't judge it all on uh, premierships. No. Because, you know, the great Bobby Skilton won three Brownlows. Now, is he a champion? South Melbourne never played in finals when he there was playing go. there. Absolutely. Plenty of others. A couple here. Yeah. I mean, you guys both champions of the game. No flags. Well, it happens. Know about that. Yeah, there you Fife's go, Richard. Just pumping you up. I'm just happy to be here, getting excited about it. Speaking about uh, shots on goal, Townsend shot after the siren. Without focusing too much on that, who would you want kicking for your life? Well, we did an interview, and this is only a new one, uh, with Leon Cameron a couple of weeks ago. Harry Perryman kicked four goals yeah. in round one. I asked him the question, Leon, is he going to start forward again because yeah. he's kicked four in round one? Is he and still he said, leading the Coleman? Uh, no, Dixon Charlie is, Dixon, is, Dixon is, now. is now. He said, actually, Brandy, he's going to start forward because I know that when he gets the ball, he is an elite shot at goal. Yeah. Very, very rarely misses. So that's why he's playing forward. So on the back of that endorsement, I'm going to take at the moment, because right. his confidence is up, mm. Harry Perryman. 40 metres me. out straight in front. Harry yeah. Perryman. Harry Perryman. I'll tell you who I would have taken, Wally. You're like this year of yeah. Hawthorne, man. Yeah. Five years ago, give me Jack Gunston yeah. every day of the week. He's got the right? hips. Mm. Yeah, I reckon he's just tailed off a little bit with mm. his goal kicking. What about Levi Casbolt? We Big never Levi. thought we would have said that. Now, ever. he has kicked a few out in the full this year, but he's kicked nine goals straight. So yeah, it, just, it just shows you can fix up your goal kicking. Yeah. 40 metres out straight in front after the siren. Just yeah. still give me Gary Ablett every day of the week. Yeah. Very yeah, economical. Doesn't miss many. He showed again in that Hawthorne game how good his foot skills yeah. were, just mm. the way he'd bring it in yeah. and, and crossing it in. Look, uh, and players we love, of course, Gary Ablett being one. Oh, I saw Charles. that you guys have talked about love Charles. Now, you would be, I mean, a bit of a roller coaster around here. You've got uh, Dixon. I don't, I don't know the rules for this, but I don't know how Charlie Dixon, who's a veteran in the game, can be I, like a young player. Well, he hasn't falling. really come out, Charlie Dixon, has he? He hasn't had a, a game-breaking moment. Like, he's just been that player that you've expected always, to break out, but he never has. But, Nate, when I brought this up, Wally, mm. I said, let's let's nominate three love childs each yeah. for the year, and we're going to follow their progress course, yeah. and, and see how they go. I would have thought you'd pick a player in their first or second season, yeah, of course. probably. Mm. And Nate's kind of chose Charlie you. Dixon, who's 30 years of age. Idiot. I did check with you first about the rules, and you said, yes, you can have Charlie Dixon. Right, so have Charlie Dixon, he's on my fire. love child, he's six of the best. Fine. Mark but them above his head, kick how, goals. How fit does he look? He looks really fit. One Gee, of, he looks fit. One of your others might be getting dropped. 
Uh, Butterick, yeah. yeah, he had a really good game a couple of weeks ago. So, Who was your third uh, th- th- my, my love child's can come in and out pretty quickly. He, he plays like that again this week, <laughs> Butterick, and he is gone. Who, well, who was Connor your Rosie he had a bit of a flat spot too, oh, Connor. Yeah, no, well, I had Ben King kick two goals. He's kicking a couple oh, I, every I think week. you're going to be fine if you take either of the Kings. Yeah. Pretty sure Ben King had zero disposals at half time and then kicked two in the third two quarter. Goals. In the third quarter, that was yeah. his first two touches. One and he was straight on the text going, Ben King's going to be anything. But when did they split the game open? Probably in the third yeah. quarter because no, of my enough. man, Ben King. I, I must admit, mm. Nick Blakey probably struggling a little bit at the moment. Mm. I'm Delizard. sticking by him. I'm sticking by him. Delizard. And uh, I'll tell you what, my third one is just flying along beautifully. Bailey Smith, 20 disposals. Bailey Smith going well. And speaking of Bailey Smith, speaking of hair, Nathan. Yeah. And uh, he rocks it. Uh, Well, this came up the other night. I was watching uh, the Hawthorne game and you love Chad Wingard. Oh, you have to at the moment. I I just (laughs) looked at him and he kicked a goal and he, you know, he ran his hands through. Him and O'Meara would spend a lot of time in front of the mirror. He has the best head of hair you'll ever see. Yeah, it's magnificent. He's a good head of hair. So it made me think, Nathan loves this sort of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So I've set him the challenge, Wally. Give us your best five haircuts in the AFL. Well, I had to go with Chad Wingard because after you sent oh. that through, I had a look and it's just lush and it's thick. Beautiful. And it just it's beautiful. It's almost a Brad Pitt style setup where you can just do anything both sides. Yeah. You know, his hair I've always liked Who? has been Tommy Hawkins. Oh, I think immaculate. that uh, he's just he's one of those players <laughs> that can roll his hair back as well. He looks yeah. like a Ralph Lauren model. Yeah. So I like mm. Tommy Hawkins. Bailey Smith, really good head of hair. I think yeah. Bailey Smith. If you're going to go for that sort of look, shaved on the sides, long, and look like that Wayne Wiedemann style, yeah. he just pulls it off beautifully. And I he thought, could pull any hair to Let's yeah. have a look. At, uh, there's a lot of bottle blondes at the moment. I'm going to choose the best one because I didn't want to go with too many. But well, everyone's got it now. Jordan Degowie pulls it off the best. I mean, right. he invests in it. What I think he's still. I, I think he's still maybe <laughs> going a, a little a, bit of the. That's shocking to the eye. Well. He's still going the, the fake tan too, I yeah. think Jordan. So it, it goes well with the hair. And he's got the tan. I think Jordan Degowie's got the fake no, tan going. Abs- no So way. you look at the other blonde bottle blondes. No, I wouldn't have thought so. You look at the other bottle blondes. Jasper Pittard is one second. person who should never have died can his I hair just, blonde. Can you just go back? Yes. Are you saying Jordan Gowie has got fake tan? I think he's fake oh, tan. No, I don't, no, I don't think he is, Brandy. I think he is putting the uh, the Saint Tropez on no, like, on, on a Friday before the game to go with the blonde hair and the tattoos. No way. No way. I'm going to find out. In the off chance he's watching, please hit us up, Jordan. Let us know. Yeah. Hit Brandy up on social. But I love the know. way he goes about it. You don't it. like oh. Jasper's. I don't like Jasper's. Uh, he's very pasty for a start, and I just don't think that it goes with the with the blonde locks. Right. And who's number five? Um, ooh, who was number five? I sent them through. I can't remember who was number five. I'll <laughs> tell you what, Brandon, I've probably got it here. Uh, I don't, but uh, he's, thanks. He, he's been up at the snow, hasn't there done you any homework Man, I'll tell you, he, he stopped there. Number five, your Nirvana slash Hanson hair from the uh, 90s, possibly, Brownie. Uh, no, actually, I remember who it was. It's uh, young, uh, young young Weller from the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, pay that. What about Trent Cotchin? He's got the Lego, just immaculate hair. Yes, it's a big mop you of hair. You know he's got the best hairline in the history. Jonathan Brown will never go bald. No. No. Only at the back, maybe. Yeah, all right. The Pope. There you go. All right, and uh, look, things on the weekend that happened. We've seen the Malay come back. Did we like it? Yes, I liked it. Yeah, it's good for footy. Yeah, I mean, nothing bit happens. Of fun. It's just a bit of push and shove. Very good. All right, now, we are going to have a look at what's doing Richo's head in soon. However, before we do that, Brownie, I've had this put in front of me. I know that you are going to start giving stock tips. I assume that uh, working with the judge, with well, Chris Judge. Well, that was Hummer's idea. Uh, has uh, rubbed off on you a bit. And you've given one. TTM uh, was the company code. That was 7.4 cents. 
I'm now happy to say they're at eight cents. So you've got yourself Hypothetically, a... Hypothetically, uh, he put 500 in, didn't he? Is yeah, 500 right? in, which yeah. turned to 540. So Sorry, that's an 8% return, 8% return in, a week, in, a week. in a week. Well done. But that's 100% but, Bud PA. Fox, <laughs> that's 100% PA, Brownie. So that's very, very uh, good. Bud Fox. Are you All doing right. another one this week or are you going to wait on hold that uh, one? Just, just, just right. hold at the moment, Matthew. Right. You don't sell things too quickly. No, you know, I you agree, know that. but well, you, know. you normally do. <laughs> you know that. You normally sell very quickly. I'm a buyer and a seller, Michael. All right, let's have a look at what's doing Richo's head in. And it's doing my f***ing head in. <laughs> All right, there. Uh, we'll just uh, edit that out there, Richo, the Sorry. old, old coffins. Yeah. The arm, but he did it correctly, Brownie, and that's the most important thing. Uh, good on him. What's doing your head in, Richo? Well, I will just say this before I say what's doing my head in. The coronavirus, a very serious situation, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I is. don't want to cop a backlash okay. for this, right? No worries. I like it when you have to preface Because clearly <laughs> it's a serious situation. We can't even play football in Victoria. No. That's how serious it is. So I'm not making this light. Okay, okay? No. But I'll tell you what's still in my head in, guys, is if you are out in public now mm. and you even look like sneezing <laughs> or look like coughing, yeah. people look at you oh, like you are... Across the, the street sort of stuff. The Grim Reaper. Yeah. I was on the train last Sunday heading into the footy at the MCG and I couldn't help it. I got some dust in my nose and I, I sneezed. Yeah. But I did it, you know, into my arm, as you have to. There was a person probably five metres away. I've never had someone look at me with more disdain than this person on the train. And it made me feel really self-conscious and bad, right? So I got off the train and I felt horrible. Like it ruined the rest of my day, right? Then... uh, Suck it up, big boy. Then I've gone to the gym, right? Who are you, Hummer? I've gone to... No, I am like Hummer. I've gone to the gym uh, on Monday, so the next day Mm. I went to the... I've gone to the gym and I, I coughed. In the gym. There mm. was one other person in there. People really aren't getting back mm. to the gym yet. We're still worried about yep. Same thing. Same thing. This person, actually, I saw them. I cleaned my equipment that I was on. I saw them then come over and respray my equipment and double down on it, right, because I coughed near it. Now, I did do the correct technique. But the pestle of resistance. <laughs> Yesterday, I've gone and had um, some Vietnamese for lunch, right? So I've had a nice fun. hot... hot Beef food, Nathan. You know, the brisket in there and mm. the, the raw beef. And I was really enjoying it and I asked for some fresh uh, cut-up chilli to add in there the, as well. Do you get the giblets? Yeah, I do. I had the do lemon. you really get the giblets I in there? I had everything in there, right? The giblets? So, just let me finish this, Nathan. So I put the chilli in, <laughs> You can get the balls as well. <laughs> do you get them as well as the giblets? I get everything, right? I get the full whack. So I've put the chilli in. I've spread a bit of chilli sauce yep. around in there. There's one other person in this Vietnamese restaurant, okay, yep. and they are 10 metres away from me, right? It's a big restaurant. So social distance. Well, it is a big restaurant, Nathan. <laughs> so I'm halfway through... My soup. I'm starting to sweat up a bit, which I'm taking Happens. care of with yep. my serviette. It's got a lot of chilli in it. But then, Wally, halfway through, this bit of chilli got lodged in my throat about halfway down. And I knew I was in massive trouble. Near your Adam's apple. <laughs> I knew I was in massive trouble. I couldn't stop for about two minutes, right? This bloke <laughs> has left the restaurant. I saw him out on his phone out the front. I reckon he was thinking of ringing the police. I could not stop. I could not get this bit of chilli out of my throat. I won't be surprised if I go past there today and they're doing a deep clean of this restaurant, <laughs> seriously. But, mate, the... the Breaking pe- Bad style cleaning. <laughs> yeah. the, way, the way people look at you, if you have oh, any sort of... Hmm. It's still in my head in. There you go. <laughs>
All right, now it's time for one of the most discussed sporting uh, award names, if you like, the Trumpet Award. I don't understand why this is a big issue. I get it. I understand it. Yeah. When you're trumpet about something, you're yeah. talking about it, you're making a big deal, good or bad. Mm. I don't know why Hummer has not been able to wrap mm. his head around this. Well, he can't. He just can't work it out, Hum, can he? No, I, I no. don't get it. But anyway, uh, let's have a look here. I've got the votes. Uh, the best on at the moment, Matty Rao leads on seven. Lockie Neal, the Gold Coast Suns, Eddie Betzel on three. Todd Goldstein and Isaac Smith on two. The worst on, the Crows, unsurprisingly, they're on six. Uh, the Bulldogs, three. McGovern, three. Radigalier, three. GWS, the AFL, the Ark, uh, Revolt, Rashudo, all two. Thank uh, you. Did, you. did you do that leaderboard? Yeah, I, I did the leaderboard. Someone had to. Yeah, so there oh, thanks you go. for that, Wally. That's all right. All right. Uh, I'll do our best first, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Will we? I gave one vote to uh, Matty Rao. The young Selwood. What a machine he is. He's kicking two goals a week, having 20 touches in shortened games. Uh, he could be leading the Brownlow. What a champion he's going to be. I gave two to Toby Green because the Giants, they're under the pump a bit going into that game last week against Collingwood. They get their guns back. All of them played well, but none better than Toby Green. Mm. I, I don't like guys that get 30. I like guys that get 20 and kick three goals. Yep. And that's what Toby Green does. And he did it again on the weekend, and I don't think you could argue, finally we had someone kick a bag of goals in this season. Big Charlie Dixon, his contested marking is just uh, out of this world at the moment, and his goal kicking, geez, reliable, isn't yeah, he, Nate? Your love good. child. Yes, my love child, Charlie. I gave one vote to Scott Pendlebury. I think he's getting older, but he's getting better. Every Why game. he get tagged? I don't know, because he's the best user in their side as well. So yeah. every game so far, he's had 25 or more, Scotty Pendlebury, so he's flying at the moment. Two votes. To Toby Green again. I thought every time he touched the footy, something happens. Yeah. He's very, and he's 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 with the umpires. They're not giving him any any free kicks as well. So I think he's so good in that regard. Is that and a furphy that though? The free kick thing? No, it's not. I watched Isn't last it? week. There were certain free kicks that they got yeah. uh, that he did not get. Have a look. Have a look <clears> at Buddy Franklin's numbers over his career. Now there's someone who's been murdered. Mm. Free kick wise, not Toby. Just Thanks. have a look at that. Thanks, mate. I will. I'll do that uh, in during, between your snow during, trips during the week. Uh, and three votes. We've got the same. Charlie Dixon. Well, there you go. I'll just do an update there. This is I love early in the season. Like one game just changes it. Yeah. Ralph's still leading on yeah. eight, but Charlie Dixon's now in second on six, and Toby Green's third on four. So, it's probably yeah. not a great system, <laughs> is it? <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, right. The bad. Okay, uh, the Bombers are struggling a little bit inside 50. They can't get anything happening at ground level. It's going in and it's coming out. And one of the uh, secrets of them picking that up is they've got to get Tipper back into it. So I gave Tipper one. I just I love it when he's up and about, just not quite there at the moment for him. I get nervous doing this, but I've had to give two to um, Eddie Maguire because Eddie Ooh. said on the news last night that he was proud of Steel Side Bottom. <laughs> I don't reckon he was proud. <laughs> it's a walking around with, with no top on. <laughs> I love Steel, but we I, all love Steel. I yeah. don't know. We probably that, love him. I don't know that was the choice of words, but anyway, and I had to give three to Steel. <laughs> He's had a. We've all had a night like that, haven't we? Yep, we certainly have. Uh, it's just tough that's coming really? lockdown. And he's one of yeah. the best blokes in the game. He is. One vote to the Sydney forward line because they had just as many inside 50s as the Western Bulldogs last week. They took just as many marks inside 50, but Tom Papley, the smallest man, took six of them. So unless they figure out a better avenue to goal, they're not going to win too many games, Sydney. Two votes to Schofield. Uh, Thought he let his side down over at the West Coast Eagles, so gave him two votes. Yeah, just a little bit uh, uh, overzealous. And again... 
man with the best name, and he won the best name in the world competition. Did you know in that? In the world. He won it. It was about seven or eight years ago, I think, that he won it. He did, um, yeah. And uh, he, uh, he won that. Uh, I can't remember the girl who won it, but her name was outrageous. Come second out, it was outrageous. So, so do you think he deserved four bottom. weeks? I don't think he deserved four weeks. I thought two weeks would have been okay. They've just made an example, haven't they, the AFL? <laughs> they have. Mm. Two weeks would have been okay. All right, so I can't believe I'm saying this. The equal leader for the worst on, which nobody could have ever predicted. That's why this is such a crazy year. <clears throat> With Adelaide, which is yeah. probably predictable, is still side bottom on six votes, which uh, that pains me. It's an up and down like system, Mick. It's, it's an up and down year. I'm trying to think of a like for another team outside but of my own more than still side bottom. It's not for how he played. It was no, just, no, of course just not. because just, of the incident. But yeah. he's such a good bloke, you wouldn't yeah. expect that. It's anyway, an up, It's an up and down year, Mick. These exactly. Like We're going to put that to rest. But Richard wasn't next. happy that Eddie was proud of him. <laughs> I know, and I agree with that. No, I just think it wasn't the bright no, choice no, of words. No, there's no need to defend yourself My sister now. works for Eddie. I oh, know. So I could see you worried. It makes me really nervous oh, to sanction her. Mm. I, just, I just don't think you say anything. It's it's it doesn't matter where you work or what you do. It's Ed. I mean, we're just, we're just talking Can I change my votes? <laughs> <laughs> G'day, Ed. Yeah. Love you, mate. Go. No, I love it. All right, there you go. We'll put that to bed and we'll come yeah. back with the uh, long sleeve 22. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, I love this part of the show, the long sleeve team of the century, uh, the best 22, whatever you want to call it. Richo, you're the chairman of selectors, and listening into this, understand you're ruling with an iron fist. Well, I am. So uh, That's what chairmen of selectors oh, no, are. Well, that's 100%. How, that's like, how Damien Harbert got a spot in the back pocket. There you go. So, But he you're rung, rung Damo, did you? You rung Dimmer, didn't you, did and you, asked did him? Did you ring Dimmer because did I've that, got a lot of authority? I found that fascinating like you did just before the first game did back. You haven't, no, I didn't ring you him. You didn't ring him. No, I didn't ring him. Because you're scared of Dimmer. I haven't even got his phone number. Anyway... Half forward line, a recap. From last week, yeah, please. Daryl yeah. White, people were critical that Daryl White uh, hadn't been on the half-back flank. Well, Daryl White played all over the place, and I had him on the half-forward line. Uh, Centre-half forward, James Hurd, people also critical mm. of that. That's because mm. he was a good ruck rover. But James Hurd played a lot of footy in the forward line, and in the 95 semi-final v Richmond, he played centre-half forward. So You're basing that on one game. No, he played a lot of footy there. And Andrew Jarman uh, from the Crows... Played a lot of footy in the forward line, clearly. So that's the half forward line. Now, I'm not even taking nominations for the full forward line, all right? Because I've already got a lot of nominations down. A lot of the people have been suggested over and over again. They may appear on the bench, but this is the full forward line. Stephen Milne, without doubt. 100%. Him, Jeff Farmer and Eddie Betts, probably the best three small forwards uh, of all time. The Wiz could be in there, but I've gone with Milne. I love him. Great player. Peter Hudson, 720-odd goals in 120-odd games. I don't reckon he played a game not in a long sleeve. Mm. Fair enough. Google him. Every photo he'll he'll have a long sleeve on. And in the other four pocket, a player that could just do anything, Mercurial, Dean Rioli wore long sleeves a lot. Dean Rioli? Dean Rioli. What about the Shotgun Williams? No. He wore a lot of long sleeves at Hawthorne, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but I think Dean Rowley brings that. I think if you've got Steve Milne, that's your genuine yeah. small forward. Yeah. And then you, you've obviously got, like, you've Hudson got, kept Dunstall out of the full forward spot for the Hawthorne match, Matchups now, are we? No, but, well, hey, and you've got, to, you've got to put a team on the park to win. I'm with you on James Hurd too. Thank you. A, half Across half forward, he may not be a traditional centre forward, but he'd yeah. be on the half forward line yeah. ahead of being in the midfield in that <clears> team, I would have thought. Thanks, Wally. It's like when your old man used to ring you and say, Matt, why aren't you named in the centre-half full position in the Herald Sun this week? He couldn't get it, me old man. <laughs> couldn't quite get it. You know how they don't name them in position? No, they don't. It's <laughs> my just... old man would ring me every Friday morning and he'd go, how come you're named on the half-forward flank? I, said, oh, I loved Dad, it. 
We don't line up in the positions the paper says anymore. <laughs> no, that's, it's, it's very, very different. It's not the uh, the same lineup no. of the spine. There no. you go. So that's the team. Look at next week. We're going to have the following division. Yeah. So that's massive mm. yeah. because there's some big names, and I reckon there might be a uh, 400 game veteran. Can't in that, remember you know. too many ruckmans wearing. Uh, oh, there's a long couple. Sleeve. Mm. There's oh, one there that's uh, playing now. Oh, oh, there is too. Mm. I'm looking forward to this next week, Richo. All right. Uh, up next, uh, should we take a look at the odds? All right, we're going to have a look at three games here. We've chosen, we're going Collingwood-Essendon first. Collingwood's $1.45, Essendon two seventy five. Do you want to start, Brownie? Well, clearly, without Steel Side Bottom and also Jeremy Howe now, it's going to be hard for the Pies, but I just think they're... Their full ground press, their full ground defensive unit, I just think their systems work so well. Uh, I like the line. The line's 12 and a half at the moment. I still think Collingwood are too good for the Bombers, even those two, two players. I just think they back deeper. Yeah, that, Essendon, just, as we mentioned before with mm. Tip and Woody, they, they're just not quite getting things going inside Ford 50. They can't score. It's coming out really easily, and we know that Pies defence has been rock solid. Number one defence in the competition. Even with Jeremy Howe out, I think Collingwood still get the job done. All right, very good. All right, next one's Geelong Gold Coast. Now, I had a look at the odds here. $1.31 Geelong, $3.50 Gold Coast. Seems a little bit out of whack, but it is Selwood's 300th, and uh, they Gary's two in a 350th. Row. They don't lose two in a row at Geelong. And with those milestones, I mean, you've got two of the all-time greats, probably the greatest in Gary Ablett, yep. and Selwood's not far behind him, of that club. Yep. Now, I know you don't always get up for milestones, but they will, and mm. they won't lose two in a row. And the Suns are young. They haven't travelled out of Queensland yet this year. Uh, I think Geelong will win pretty hardest, easily. Hardest ground to win at, I think, down yeah. there. The, 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 the strange shape of the ground will play into Geelong's hands. These young Gold Coast players, no, they may have played their under-18s, but not as a group together. Mm. So I don't think they can get the job done down there, and I think they're going to get a wake-up call. I still think they're going to play finals Gold Coast this year, but I'm thinking Geelong 40-plus. Uh, and the, the last game we're going to talk about has the potential, if the teams hold their form, to be not just the game of the round, but the game of the season so far. We've seen a lot of what people call poor footy, but yeah. this has the ability to fast attacking, high scoring teams. Brisbane, Port Adelaide, it's yeah. a pick'em game. It's a dollar ninety a piece, no line in this one. Who wins? You know what? People have been bagging the game, but watch these two teams play. Port mm. Adelaide kick it long because they've got Dixon there. They get it in quickly. They're the two number uh they're one and two on the inside 50 counts, so they get it into their forward half. They keep it there. They're playing attractive footy. First time Port Adelaide has played away from Metricon this year. They played there in round one and then went into a hub. At the Gabba, gee, I don't want to tip against Brisbane, but I'm just loving how Port are playing, and Dixon's just playing so well. So in a real close one, Port. Well, clearly looking at the odds, it's a 50-50 game. We've had the same yep. amount of money for both, but if I'm going to have to pick a side, I'm just going to go with Port Adelaide. There you go. So uh, we're going Port there. Love it. Uh, really hope that is an absolute clean game. There's some good matchups this round. I like uh, GWS Hawthorne too. I think GWS will get the Chockies. There's some really good games. I like uh, the Bulldogs-North Melbourne game. I think the Bulldogs got and, a lot of injury concerns. Yeah. So I think the Kangaroos and, win that one. And Richmond and Melbourne, one of them teams just has to get a win. And then you've got the Crows and Freo. Neither team's had a win. So yeah, there's some I'm, interesting I'm, games. And we'll get, we'll get to that because uh, when we come back, we're going to have a look at the, uh, the weekend multi and we'll talk about Freo in that one, I reckon. All right, now I love what you've done with the multi. So the idea of the multi being every week you're going to put on a multi. Uh, is it, uh, what is it, a $50 multi, is it? 
Uh, yep. Yeah, $5 multi and all the, makes it up from week to week. And all the proceeds are going to go to a footy club at the end yeah. of the year and they need it more than ever. A lot of leagues are being cancelled, especially yeah. in Victoria. Um, I will say this, though. Hammer keeps saying you guys are on nothing. I... You got the first round one up. One. We yeah. did. You got we round got one up round at about 10 bucks. There's at least 500 in the kick, and I'll keep them honest. Don't worry about that, punters. I'll make sure that that goes in to the kick. Who have we got this week? Uh, I'm going the Cats. What is it? One to... One to 39. Okay. Take. One to 39, yeah. uh, Richo's going to take for yeah. the Cats. I am going to take Fremantle to beat Adelaide. So you're going to take Fremantle straight at $1.57 to beat Adelaide. I'm with you on North Melbourne. I think North Melbourne are going to get the chockies at a juicy two dollars fifteen. Are we, are we just are we underestimating the doggies? They're in good nick. I just like the price. If it was a dollar ninety a piece, I'd probably stay away from the game. But I'm yeah. getting two fifteen. The other thing, no is Norton, that, no Lloyd. Yeah, no, fair Obviously, point. Dunkley was out last week. So. Norton was just looking good too, wasn't he yeah. last yeah. week? And you made a point. I mean, look, and the other thing is, let's not forget Sydney have been okay, but they're not North. North Melbourne look like a good yeah. football side. We're expecting Cunnington to come back into that team as yeah. well. I think when that's confirmed, that's going to ease into closer yeah. to $2. This will be Tim English's biggest test since they played Collingwood. Yeah, good shout. Yeah. Yep. And that- Todd Goldstein's probably the most informed ruckman outside Grundy at the moment. Yeah, mm. oh, correct. So that's uh, $6.17 that'll get us. So uh, uh, that'll be about 300 and Brilliant. change in the kick. So hopefully we can get it up to that uh, eight. Uh, that you eight. a hypothetical for us? I do, I do. Uh, last off. minute, the hypotheticals. I love this. So I have one, and uh, it's footy related. I haven't done all the. I love that Hummer offers you guys like two hundred grand to never speak to your mates again and things <laughs> like that. I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing it's, I've ever heard of. It's silly. Um, and then he changes the rules throughout. This is a this is a simple one to process, right but I reckon it's a hard one to decide. Would you rather be Joel Selwood, three hundred games, all Australians, all the respect in the world, flags, it's in the cabinet, but the end is nigh. He's coming towards the end of his career now. Yep. Or would you rather be Matty Rao, who's said to be Selwood 2.0, all the potential, all the hype. Look, he's got the future ahead of him, but nothing's guaranteed. Which one do you take? Well, after playing 17 years of footy, Wally, and playing in one final series, can you believe? How bad <laughs> yes. is that? Uh, I would take the grand finals and premierships that are already in the bank, mm. and I would walk away into the sunset and enjoy retirement. As good as Matty Rao's going to yep. be. You can't get a better CV than Joel Selwood, so yep. I'm taking that every day. Uh, three premierships, I'm pretty sure. Six All-Australians, three best and fairest. Yeah. Captain... Um, Cameron Ling said yesterday he was the best captain in the history of their club. More Brownlow votes than any other Geelong player in history. Um, far better looking than Matty Rowell as well. So I am taking Joel <laughs> Selwood every it, day it? of the week. What an idiot. <laughs> there you go. It's hard to disagree with that. As a bloke that never got to even, even step foot. And I'd, be, I'd be 100% Matty yeah. Rowell every day Would of the you? week. 100% because I look at this and go, as somebody that never got to play, sport at that elite level. Right. The idea of, of thinking that you get to do it even right. once right. and have it all ahead of you would be amazing. Right. So that's the yeah. only reason. But if you could, I mean, if you could, you'd trade in just about anything. Have yeah. a, a CV like Trust me, you? if you slog away for 17 years, you take those <laughs> premierships and you walk away. There you go, Rich. I'll just have to stick with my uh, fifth grade cricket <laughs> premierships and a few goals in the clubbies. All right. Thank you for joining us, Rich O'Brien. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute nah, pleasure. If you're having a punt, make sure you do it responsibly and uh, hopefully Hummer will be back for you next week.